Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Baby Steps. Um, today, we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, today, Ned is out. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's on set, uh, but we decided to carry on without him because, you know what? <laughs> today, Rachel and I, we are joined by our, our wonderful producer and mother of twins, Rachel. Um, who Rachel, needs Ned Fulmer who anyway? Who needs Ned Fulmer? I mean, but, we do. We need him. Well, uh, yeah. I, I mean, fathered my children, but you know. <laughs> He's 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 a very good father. Uh, I, he was not there this morning, which we were talking about. Rachel, you mm-hmm. deal with us all the time because Watts goes on set early, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you get dressed well, with two kids running around. I direct them to do things for me. Like, can you put that those dirty clothes in the laundry? Oh, oh do you want to come into the shower? Can you wash my legs? They love that. They I love a task. Feel like I do that with Wes. But he just looks at me and goes, no. <laughs> he, Ain't he, that just like a man? <laughs> he just he looks he looks me straight in my eye sockets. And I say, hey, Wes, t- can you do this for me? And he goes, no. <laughs> and then he runs off and goes and bangs on something. So I have to cut my shower short and run out. Uh, I hear knives. I hear knives. I hear knives. Oh, I no. It's true. It's true. Um, well, okay. So today... Mm-hmm. Because Ned is not here, we are going to take this opportunity to talk about things that moms talk about and mm-hmm. don't always talk to their partners about. Yeah, like what are the thoughts and concerns we have about like postpartum body issues, yes. about anxiety around our babies and ourselves? Yes. That like you just you don't want someone to be like, oh, but you're beautiful. You want someone to say, oh, I think that, too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I cannot tell you. Okay. My my wonderful, wonderful husband. I cannot tell you how many times I've been like, oh, gosh, you know, I just I, I just don't feel like myself. And he's like, mm-hmm. you're beautiful. I'm like, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. Yes. Watts does that, too. They're very, very sweet. And I'm like, right. But what I'm concerned with is how I think I look and feel. Exactly. And I'm not actually concerned how you feel about me because I know you love me and think I look great, but I don't think I look great. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I know you're going to tell me that because I'm, we're maybe eight weeks out of, out mm-hmm. of labor and mm-hmm. maybe we haven't had sex as much as we normally do because mm-hmm. I just birthed a child from oh, my yeah. vagina. And <sighs> so I appreciate that you're saying that I, that uh-huh. you think that I'm beautiful, uh-huh. but I don't, I just don't feel sexy right now. Nope. And nope. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's talk a little let's... bit about partum 
body uh-huh. image, prepartum body image, yep. postpartum body image, how it changes, how it stays the same. How did you feel when you got pregnant for the first time? How did you feel about the body changes that you knew you were coming? And how did you feel when they did? You know what? I had a really difficult time the first go around mm-hmm. because in the first half of your first pregnancy, mm-hmm. at least with mine, uh, maybe not with yours because you had two. <laughs> um, I had a duplex, so it was different. I I did not look pregnant. Yes, I remember. I did not look pregnant. You, you of course you remember because yes. that was actually when we met. We were on uh-huh. set together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were shooting our, our like realtor.com thing. Yes, and um, we were demoing your house mm-hmm. to... And it had a very tight deadline mm-hmm. to actually like demo your real house so you could start the renovations before mm-hmm. you had Wes. And we weren't shooting the rest of it for like two more months because this was like early mid-December, right before the holidays, right, right before everyone broke, and you didn't look pregnant. And I had the brilliant idea to put a fake pregnancy belly <laughs> on you right. to match later. And you were like, oh, I love it. <laughs> now I finally look pregnant. I look pregnant. Because I just, I felt pregnant. Right. You know, like in the first, uh, I would say the first mm, 12 weeks of pregnancy, mm-hmm. you don't you you don't want to tell anybody. You nope. don't want to tell anybody because, you know, there's always that worry about miscarriage or just something going and wrong. Having to tell everybody about your right. miscarriage is just, it's not that you can't tell people. You should if you want right. to. Absolutely. But then you have to like bring them into the emotional like right. tornado that is like you processing a miscarriage. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- there's just some grief that that you don't want to share with everybody. Right. Uh, and so, you know, so it, with with that fear in mind, a lot of people don't talk about pregnancies within the first trimester. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. We, we, we didn't mm-hmm. really tell that many people. Um, right. We told you, of course, because we, we had to. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I remember not looking pregnant. I did yeah. not have a bump. I did mm-hmm. not, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't showing at all. But my pants didn't fit. Right. My right, pants right, right. didn't fit, and I didn't feel great. I felt bloated. I felt. And I you just feel felt so icky. You feel so icky. You, mm-hmm. f- you feel. You feel a little barfy. You feel yeah. a little gassy. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. No, it doesn't feel great. It's like a really, really. You're bad... like I'm just holding in farts yeah. and feeling nauseous and look chubbier than usual, right. but I'm not pregnant, and no one knows, and or I'm not looking pregnant, and no one knows. It's it's so. I found that very, very difficult. Yeah. I found it so difficult because like I was on camera all the time and I was just yeah. like, I don't feel good. No. I don't feel, I just feel, I feel fat. Yeah. I feel fat. And and I would like tell Ned that and he's like, well, you're pregnant. And I'm like, well, but well, nobody knows that I'm pregnant. Yes, you do. Okay. But then when the bump came. I don't even remember when the bump actually came because I feel like I had been faking it for so long. <laughs> I think it was like six or seven months. Oh, seven yeah. months. It's pretty late. It was far along. For first pregnancies. I, I gave birth at eight months. Right. So you didn't even get to the, the end. I didn't get to the good part. <laughs> we had a big well, old bump and you fit into all the maternity clothes as mm-hmm. intended. <laughs> you know? What was I mean? What was it yeah. like for you? When when did you pop? 
as they call it. Well, I started showing a lot earlier because mm-hmm. I had two babies and I'm a much smaller person. You are a very small person. And on top of that, I had no core strength to begin with. I had no abs <laughs> holding them in. So I that mean, is a thing. That is a thing. Having yeah. having core strength, like your your ab muscles will hold that bump in mm-hmm. until until it cannot possibly yeah. hold it anymore. True. So my bump came out like I don't know five months. Maybe I feel yeah. like it was like four or five months where we were filming something and I got out of a car and you were actually the one you go you look pregnant and I was like <laughs> I do god please tell me I knew that you were pregnant at yes, that time oh you my knew. god <laughs> you knew everyone long knew okay um good. I told everyone right around 12 weeks because we were painting this office right and I was like I would like to leave before I, you paint I every wall in the space to be here <laughs> and it's not that ventilated and I sit in here I was like I would like to go home <laughs> because I'm pregnant um And because I had two, so they just popped really early. A fun thing that an OB did, I don't know if this is good science or not, but apparently however many inches, centimeters, Mm -hmm. I don't know, he was measuring my belly Mm -hmm. and however many measurements equates, like the number equates to how many far weeks along you usually are. Right. So it's like 30 inches at 30 weeks. Right. Um, Yeah, it must be inches. And anyways, I had like at, 25 weeks I was measuring like 39 weeks I was about two months ahead what and that is totally correct for twins okay that makes sense yeah because it should be like about double yeah and do not if you're finding out you're pregnant with twins do not google nine months twin pregnancy oh my gosh I googled image searched I looked and I cried (laughs) I just cried big tears and both of my friends who are Eurogyne, um, like OBGYN surgeons, um, one who was also pregnant at the time, both of them were like, we have ways to fix that. There are things called tummy tucks. If you end up with like all of this extra like skin, skin, Uh we have ways to fix that. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) It's scary. (laughs) It is. It's scary to think about, especially in your first one, Mm -hmm. because you don't know what you're going to look like in nine months. You don't know what it's going to feel like or what's going to happen. And I realize that we're sitting here and we're talking about this and we are pretty like thin women. But whoever you are and whatever your natural body shape is or the one you work really hard for or the one you have it's going to change. Right. And that can feel really intimidating. It can it can be really scary. Yeah. You know, it's it, like when you find out that you're pregnant, mm-hmm. I I remember thinking like I was I was excited, but mm-hmm. I was also anxious because I was like my life is going to change, my body is going to change, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I can't control this. Yeah. You know, there was there was there's no you really have to kind of let go. Mm-hmm. You have to let go of of and I, I am a person who I like to work out. I like yes, to you. I like to feel strong. Uh-huh. And I I like to feel in control of my body. Yeah. And so letting go of that control was really, really difficult. It was for really me. hard. I think you and I were talking about a second baby for you. Maybe you were already pregnant with Finn and you were like, I just don't know when I'm gonna get my body back. Yeah. Like to not get it back as into not looking pregnant, but get it back as into like, it's mine. Right. It's not my baby's. Well, because the the process of uh, of like 
being of, of getting pregnant, then being pregnant, mm-hmm. and then postpartum, mm-hmm. breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Like I, I breastfed Wes for a year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can go as long with Finn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of my goal. And uh, and and by breastfeeding, I think everybody who's listening to Baby Sex Steps knows that it is not one hundred percent breastfeeding. It is it is pumping. You are still and, pumping milk. That exactly. is breastfeeding. I was still pumping milk, but that. I'm still not in control of my body. Yeah. You know, there that that's two years mm-hmm. where your body's not yours. Yeah. It is. So now four years. So now four years. I actually had someone say to me, um, someone who I love very dearly, but say, oh, you're really lucky you popped out two at once because it's so much harder to lose the weight after a second baby. And I wow. was like, wow. Okay, <laughs> thank uh, you. But two babies is very hard, and I'm also having my own struggles, yeah. you know. But but, but okay. you're so lucky. You're so lucky. <laughs> and I think she just meant like she had a hard time after her second baby, which Absolutely. is a common oh yeah thing. Um, and I get that. Can confirm. <laughs> can, can confirm. Um, have you ever considered? I'm asking this because I think about it. Uh-huh. Have you ever considered? Not having a third because you don't want to have to go through pregnancy and try to lose weight again. You know, it's really hard for me to admit this because I know that, like, you know, we do, we we love our kids and we want more kids. Mm-hmm. But yes, the answer yeah. is yes. I, I think about it. I, I think about the, you know, the amount of time that my body is not mine again. Mm-hmm. It, you know, another two years. I think about... I, th- I think about getting older. Right. No one in this room is getting younger. Right. We are securely in our mid-30s, Ariel Absolutely. and I. I am... We are not 27-year-old moms. Mm-mm. Bless them. <laughs> but wow. it's a different ballgame. It is. It is absolutely. I mean, I I am firmly in the geriatric pregnancy mm-hmm. area. Like, I am 35. And mm-hmm. if I get pregnant again, I will probably... So, I mean, it's... So two points make a line, right? Mm-hmm. There with with Wes, I I gained about twenty five pounds, mm-hmm. um, and then I was able to like I once I was able to work out again, I you know kind of got back into it, and I was able mm-hmm. to lose the weight, and I felt really really good about my body. Mm-hmm. And then with Finn, I gained about thirty five pounds, mm-hmm. and then I still you know I'm. I am trying, but, you know, there are a lot of things that make it a little bit harder to mm-hmm. lose the weight. And, it, and, and and you shouldn't have to, like, feel pressure to lose the weight. Exactly. But there's some sort of line between you wanting to feel like yourself again, mm-hmm. you having internalized what society wants you to do. I know I've internalized it. Like, my inner Absolutely. monologue um, is not always very kind to no, myself. Absolutely not. And... You take on a whole psychological and emotional um, overhaul when you become a mom. And I can only imagine when you add a child, you sort of do it again. And although there are many parts to that that are very beautiful, you know, you have little parts of yourself and your heart that like live outside your body and grow and become people who exist in the world. (laughs) It's wild and magical. There's also part of you who really longs for who you were pre-kids and looking what you looked like pre-kids is part of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, here we are talking about losing the weight. But the thing is, it's not about losing the weight. 
Yeah, it's not about like it's you know ten pounds, twenty pounds, thirty pounds, whatever it is. No, it's about. It's not even about feeling like I did before. Mm-hmm. It's about feeling like myself and mm-hmm. not having that reminder of being not being in control of my body. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um. And and maybe that is something that is particular to me, or you know, particular mm-hmm. to us, where where that control is mm. is imp- is important mm-hmm. it certainly is important to me um just having that control over my body and yeah. and knowing that um you know i think that's that that's what makes it really difficult for people who like if they get a broken leg or something like that like they mm-hmm. they're out of con- they don't have control of what they can yeah. do anymore and uh with finn it was particularly hard because i i couldn't be active during my bed pregnancy rest. i was yeah. on bed rest Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, that was one of the hard, like, there are so many things that are much harder than bed rest. rest I, right. You know, but, for, but for me, for my yeah. mental health, mm. that was a very, very difficult time. Totally. Ugh. I, and and being able to be active again and and kind of mm-hmm. you know have that part of my life back has 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 made it. Uh, and did when you were on bed rest was part of your anxiety around gaining weight by was. not being active? Yeah, it was. It makes total sense. Is that? It feels sad to say out loud. I know but it, it does was. feel sad. June and Puffy can never listen to this episode because I don't want them to think about this no, stuff ever. I don't want them to. Ev- I don't want any children to ever feel like self conscious about their bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where. You I know, think it comes from everywhere. It comes from everywhere. It comes from it absolutely everywhere. It does. It does. But like you know, I see. I see all these these moms on on instagram and tiktok and they have these these you know little babies and Mm -hmm. they look like they were never pregnant at all i mean in la we go to playgrounds with actual models i recognize them from my like christy dawn ads stop and i'll see them and i'm like yeah 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 you look cool you look cool yeah great 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 cool 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 cool. they're also like five nine six one and you're just like well you know what Living in L.A. is a trip. Yeah. L.A., New York, it's tough. It's tough, tough. But also, like, I mean, I'm sure they... Actually, here's a good story. There was a friend of mine. I used to work a lot with Justin Timberlake's choreographer. 
I was going to say, you still work a lot. I used to work a <laughs> lot. But now I work with Ned Keith Zach Eugene. Um, I used to work with Justin Timberlake's choreographer. And his main assistant is one of Justin Timberlake's backup dancers. Did oh, all of okay. his tours, is in all of his music videos. And she is lovely. And she reached out to me. She got pregnant last year or two years ago, maybe like eight months behind me Mm -hmm. and she reached out to me very early on she's like a professional backup dancer and was like i am having panic attacks around the clock how did you get your body back i don't know what to do because her whole livelihood is is around being able to be extremely Mm -hmm. physical you Mm -hmm. know she did the tennessee kids tour she like she does these really hard things and i was like listen you're gonna be fine it's going to happen. You're going to be okay. You, yeah. I, I haven't even begun working out yet. Your body's going to, your body's going to, your you know, heal it itself means. from yeah. this. Um, you freaking out about it is not going to do it though. No. <laughs> I yeah. like tried to talk her off the ledge, um, which I think I did. Her baby's now a year old and super cute and she looks great. But even if she hadn't lost the weight, right. Um, and it keeps coming back to that, to the weight. To the weight. Why is what, that such a big deal? What is it about the weight? Why is that a thing that hangs over us forever? Okay, I'm going to tell you something I've never told you. Okay, tell me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I decided I would tell you today, Watson's going to think I'm nuts. Um, <laughs> sometimes I look in the mirror uh-huh. and I look at, basically, I haven't put on like tons and tons of weight, but my body continues to hold the shape of pregnancy. Like my little round belly is just loose and not tight. And it like looks first trimester pregnant. And sometimes I will wish that I was and almost convince myself internally that maybe I could be pregnant to explain how it looks. I was like, if I was just pregnant, that would justify it would make, what like, that I would see make in the sense. mirror. I even went so far as to take a pregnancy test once, even though I had just had my period. <laughs> I was like, but I look first trimester pregnant. What is wrong with me? Obviously, I was not pregnant. <laughs> how, does, how does that make you I'm feel? not even sure we had had sex that often before that pregnancy <laughs> test. And I had had my period. And I was just like... You just feel crazy and you I wanted there to be a reason beyond this is just how I look for it to be true. Right. And it's not this is just how I look this now. Is, this is just how we look. Yeah. This is just what I look like now. <sighs> and I don't love it. Yeah. But if I was pregnant, I would like it. Right. Isn't that weird? There's such a dichotomy between the two. It's like when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. It's 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 You're empowering a baby. Exactly. And then once you pop that baby out, it's ugly. It's fat. It's flubby. It's it's, it's it, it is night sticking out day. of my. You know. Yeah. It's really crazy. It is immediate. Yeah. And it's internal. It's not like the world. Like the comments on this YouTube video do not need to be. You both look great. The world's opinion really. It's it's Doesn't about matter. your opinion of yourself. Yeah. It's about what you see when you look in the mirror. Yeah. I think motherhood has done this to me where I don't care as much mm-hmm. what people see when they look at me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm I'm like see what you want. I'm I'm trying as hard as I can. Really, yeah. truly. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this is Ariel uh got here 
Ariel had to walk here this morning, and then she ate a snack pack as breakfast. I did. I <laughs> She's did. doing her best, guys. We're, we're, we're out here, guys. We're just trying to keep I it going. I think it had some nuts in it. There was some protein. There was some protein. There was definitely protein. There was there were, there was more chocolate than protein. But you know, but, yeah, you know, chocolate's good too. You know what? I had uh, a bite of the girl's birthday cake this morning <laughs> before I had coffee or a banana <laughs> or anything else. Hey. Life comes at you fast. And when there's birthday cake on the counter, there was. You got to eat it. You do. Because you know what? It's better for me to eat it than for my toddler to eat it. Right. I The girls had woken up and I was like, oh, I have to get that off the counter before they see it. They cannot exactly. have birthday cake at 630 a.m. No, absolutely not. But I, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, because I'm a grown ass gr- adult. Grown ass woman. <laughs> I can have birthday cake whenever the F I want. I know. Maybe that would help me with not looking first trimester pregnant. But you know, <laughs> tomatoes, uh, tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's, yeah, it's totally fine. There's the shift mm-hmm. from being pregnant to being not pregnant. Yes. And I, I would even say there's a second shift from having a tiny baby to having a big baby and a toddler. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you're like, like I read something that was like nine months in, nine months out, nine months to put on the weight, nine months to take off the weight. I see those on Instagram all the time. And then as nine months approaches, you're like, well, damn, am I out of time? Was I supposed to lose all the weight? Also, at this point, my hair is falling out of my head. Oh, it looks so scraggly. Don't so even get crazy. me started. Becky at one point thought I had cut kitten bangs when I had like a line of hair right here. I was like, the children did this to me, <laughs> Rebecca. I would not have done this to myself. And Every, like, why did you give them scissors? And you're like, no. No, 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 no. 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 Every YouTube comment is like, why doesn't Rachel brush her hair? I brush my hair. It's sticking out of my head all over. It fell out. It's coming back. It's not good. Even David Dang can't help me enough. He came over. He this can't is help the best either. we can do. He can't help me either. He like sort of, you know, caresses the little baby hairs along the side of my face. And I'm like, And yeah. he's like, you have to love yourself. And I'm like, yes, I know. But I, <laughs> but I do not love these baby hairs. No. You have more wrinkles than ever. And I don't know if this happened to you, but something happened to me at the same time where I look like worse than ever. You know, my hair's falling out. I'm anemic. I've put on like 10 pounds I have all these wrinkles and bags under my eyes. It's just like, it's not it's not as useful as it once was, right? Yeah. New cellulite in new places. And then my children look perfect. My children beautiful. are beautiful. They have big eyes and long eyelashes and cherub cheeks. Gorgeous and skin. The smoothest, like most taut baby skin. Even all their little rolls are like tight. Just, and when I look at a photo or when I watch a video or look at a photo of them and myself together, the contrast is very unforgiving. I see that too. And I have not ever talked about it, but I see it. I, okay. I, I, I actually, I was reading something the other day about how moms never take pictures of themselves with their babies. They They only take pictures of their babies or their babies with dad. Yeah. I, and I am I am so guilty of doing this. I never, I'm never like taking a selfie with me and my baby. Like there are, there, there is no photo documentation of me (laughs) in the first year of Wes's life. Oh my gosh. It's, I so understand that. Right. Because I don't want to, to look back on, on those photos. Or if I do, sometimes I'm like, oh, 
triple chin, gotta go, gotta yeah. go, yeah. gotta go. Yeah, exactly. While it feels great to get it all out there uh-huh. and just to like, just to tell somebody about it. I know. I really, I mean, we can talk about this too. I really wish we were having wine and cheese and oh, olives right now. I know. That would really bring this conversation home. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But instead, we're, we're just guzzling coffee, coffee and coffee. <laughs> Actually, it's not, it's not so bad right now. Daylight savings really helped. It's tough to get up in the morning, though. It is tough to get up in the morning. And my children didn't go to bed till nine on Sunday night. But, Same. But they slept till seven. So, yeah, that's nice. And it's not even that I'm not getting enough sleep. I sleep like eight hours a night. My children sleep through the night now. It's not that I'm not getting enough sleep. It's that every waking moment is dedicated to work or kids. Like I wake up, my husband has already woken up really early, gotten ready and gone to set. I'm with the babies until the nanny arrives. Then I'm getting ready for work very quickly. Then I'm coming and doing work. I come home, I take over at dinner time. I feed them, I put them down. I come back to pick, everyone works like a full hour and a half after when I'm like feeding babies at night. Mm -hmm. So then I pick up all the work at the end of the day. Then like last night, I don't think I was emailing you back till 9, 30, 10 p.m. Because... I realized we had no food for the babies. So last night I was meal prepping for the babies. So the nanny had something to feed them this week um, and ordering groceries. And then I was getting back to you and then I go to sleep. Oh, my gosh. And sometimes and my husband comes home at like 9 p.m. He works like 14 hours a day because film life is crazy. Right. Um, sometimes we watch a show. And a lot of times we don't. <laughs> you know, we're in the same place. Like once the kids are down. You know, it's like it's like a mad rush yeah. to 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 get the kids down. So basically mm-hmm. between the hours of five and eight, mm-hmm. it's just children, children. It is feeding children and bathing children and reading to children and dressing children mm-hmm. and rocking children mm-hmm. until they are asleep. Yep. And sometimes it's after eight. Sometimes it's after eight that they fall asleep. You know, sometimes we'll get Finn down and then we'll go and read to Wes. And, you know, Ned and I, we we like switch off back and forth. Like you can imagine like one of us is walking down the hall this way. The other one's walking down the hall this way. And we're just going back. (laughs) Everyone has blankies and and lovies and books and bottles. Do you know where the bottle is? Do you know where this book is? Do you know where this is? Mm -hmm. You know, oh, man. And then like. The bath time. So Wes is coming into his own right now. Mm-hmm. And when he wants something, he will not take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And so every once in a while, I'll be bathing Wes and he'll and he'll be like, no, I want to take a bath with daddy. Oh, the girls do this sometimes at nighttime. You know what they call it? They call it a three-nager. A three-nager because that's, they want they to. Wanna, like, they act like teenagers, these three-nagers. Wow. And that's exactly what he's doing, too. <laughs> he He tests me so often. Uh-huh. Where I'll I'll be in bed. We will be on. He 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 has to read mm-hmm. five books oh because God. five is the is like the biggest number that he can he think knows. of in his head. No, he he actually can count to like a hundred, but but it, like to him five is, is a big number. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so he always wants five crackers or okay. five books. Um, five trucks, you know, something, <laughs> five lovies. That's why he carries around all those he does. lovies. I asked him to count them the other morning when I was over because I was like, five. how many do you have, Wes? That's five. So we'll be on book number five mm-hmm. and he'll look at me and he'll go, I need a snack. No. I'll say, 
No, sir. Wesley James Fulmer. You have already brushed your teeth. Uh-uh. We are in bed. And he will throw a hissy fit if oh he doesn't get a snack. And by snack, he wants like a graham cracker or, <laughs> and I'm like, absolutely not. You no, had a no, full no, dinner. No. Like, no, no. Yeah. And uh, it is, I find it very, very difficult to say no to him because mm-hmm. he, he, he really does try to stand up for himself. Like wow. he'll push and push and push and push and push. And, and then you're just like pushing right back and yeah. you're like, how is this going to resolve? It's 8 p.m. Yeah. It's hard. It feels bad. I don't yep. like saying no to him. You I know? know? I know. Especially when it's for a snack. I know. And, and like, then you're like, is is he hungry? Is he hungry? Is he hungry? Exactly. <laughs> he's not. He's not hungry. He's just. He just wants to see like where the boundaries are and what exactly. he can get away with. I know. Which is probably. I overheard this parent at the park the other day being like, she just lies to us and we don't know why. Talking about what looked like his five or six year old running around. Yeah. And I stopped myself from piping in telling him and I wanted to be like she's lying to you a lot because it's a new developmental skill she has in her cognitive arsenal and she just learned how to do it much like rolling or walking or counting or talking and so she's feeling the need to compulsively do it to figure it out yeah she wasn't able to lie before this she's able to lie now he wasn't able to push you back before this but he is now yeah but it doesn't feel good it does not feel good there are a lot of things that he does that are really funny though I was just thinking about this the other day where both of my kids are just developmentally, they're just like next level. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where, when does the, when did this happen? Mm-hmm. You know, like Wes has started to tell time. Ooh. Yeah. Well, he has, so we have one of those hatch, um, hatch rests that uh-huh. has the time on it. So he can't tell it time on a clock, but right. he can, he, he knows can the numbers. Can any of us tell time on a clock anymore? I think I lost Please. that skill in Please. <laughs> 2010. It takes me about 60 seconds to be like, oh God, what does that actually mean? That's the minute hand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, so, but, but he knows the numbers. And so he can, he can say like, it's 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't actually know a.m. p.m. So he mm-hmm. goes, it's six dot dot, M. Okay. And we're like, oh, okay, cool, okay. cool, cool, cool. Um, but he asked the other day if he could watch trucks uh-huh. uh, because we like we have a, we have screen time every uh-huh. day, but it has to be after five. Okay. And so I say, you know, he's like, Mom, can I watch trucks? And I was like, What is it after five? He was like, Let me go check my time machine. <laughs> <laughs> check my time (laughs) machine yes Um, that is so cute he also he also flat out lies to me now that you're talking about Mm. it he will he he looks me in the eye and he will lie i mean i think every kid's first lie correct me if i'm wrong internet i'm not wrong (laughs) is about poop in their diaper do you have poop in your diaper no no Every morning. Yes, you do. Every morning. I smell something. Uh, uh. I'll be like, do you just need one more minute with your poopy diaper? Uh Uh-huh. One minute. One minute. Okay. And then we're changing it. (laughs) That's their first lie. They learned that one really early. Oh, yeah. No. No. And he does this thing where he says, I don't want to. Oh. I don't want to. Yeah, that's the teenager. And. I'll be like, okay, well, we need to get the poop out of your diaper now. Uh-huh. I'm just going to change you real quick. And he goes, I don't want to. No. I'm sorry to. you don't want to, Wes. Yeah, we do happen. have to change we, we it. We got to do it anyway. But 
I acknowledge <laughs> that you don't want to. I don't want to. But it's not healthy or safe to keep that poop no, in your diaper no, for no, a long no, time. No, no. And, you know, it's, it's not good for any of us. No. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he has amazing comedic timing. This yes. child. Yes. I mean, you like, I, he, he gets it from Ned, I'm sure. Yes, 100%. I'm sure. But already... Uh-huh. I mean, he he he'll do this thing where like oh, he does impressions of people? No. Yes, he does impressions of people. So, what? When I get mad at him, uh-huh. I will say like, okay, this is over. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if if he if he does something <laughs> in the if he does something in the bath that mm-hmm. is inappropriate or mm-hmm. like, you know, he's like splashing water out and cuz he you know, he gets a little crazy. And <laughs> and so he'll he'll do that and mm-hmm. I'll be like, I asked you to stop. Bath time is over now. Mm-hmm. And th- last night we were in the bath. Everything was going great. And he just looks at me and he goes, bath time is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's are what you, I look and sound like. Oh, no. Are you, are you, oh, no, no, no. Said, are you pretending to be mommy? He uh-huh. goes, uh-huh. Bath time is over. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You've got to be joking. <laughs> and he does it okay. with other things too. Yeah. Where that's he'll, so funny. <laughs> like he he he'll impersonate Ned sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. Where like like with Science Daddy. Oh yeah. He was, he was wandering around the house going, Science Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so oh cute. If, if if anybody listening hasn't checked out Science Daddy on IGTV. Yeah. Oh my god! AKA it's Wes eating candy for three Wes minutes. Wes eating candy for three whole minutes. Yes, or playing with mm-hmm. shaving cream or mm-hmm. something. That's very good. He he actually loves being on camera, and I feel like we're creating I, a monster. You might be. <laughs> I think we may be. I I'm I'm considering like there's got to be an age when it's like all right. Do we want to do this or yeah. not? Oh, I think that's a hundred percent fair. Yeah, and even if he does want to do it, I'm like, mm. but do I want you to do it? Yeah, exactly. He's getting to that age. Maybe when he goes to preschool, things will be a little bit more normal. You know, because there's <laughs> well, there's just a lot of cameras around. There are the a house. lot of cameras around, and he's around, and <sighs> and Science Daddy would not. Ned doing Science Daddy solo, no Wes, is creepy. No, that just that's just weird. Yeah, that's, that's just super weird. weird. We can't do that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> That would just be really. He strange. can move on to Finn, though. Yes. Well, sweet little Finn. I think with Finn, I'm going to try not to give him as much sugar. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. You know, like second kid, you get a second chance at the <laughs> parenting. At parenting, you totally do. You totally, totally do. I feel like at this point, uh-huh. you know, Wes is is a lost cause. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Wes is a lost cause. When it He's comes to eating sugar. nerds all when day it comes long. To sugar, we can't. Poop's still in his diaper. We can't not like you know the kid is obsessed with sugar now. It's it's like right. you broke the seal. We broke the you seal. Can't go back. We absolutely cannot go back now. Yeah. If we go like to the coffee shop. Uh, on a Sunday or something, he has to have a, a chocolate croissant. <laughs> and he has to. He has to. And, and, he, and yeah. he actually says it like that. He goes, I need it. I also condition the girls to have a Pavlovian response to our coffee shop where they want, if they are with us going in, they want a muffin, a strawberry muffin. Wow. And in fact, I think Poppy's first word was muff. 
Muff. Muffin. Muff. I need it. She, yeah. She doesn't have many words, but she needs a muffin, so she learned how to say it. <laughs> oh, my Whoopsie. gosh. Yeah. You just do it like eight times in a row and it's over. You're like, oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, great. Oh, man. Toddlers never forget. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. They don't. They don't ever, ever forget. You do it one time. And then the next day, it's like, like, we can't get, (laughs) I'm just, I'm I'm just talking about all the things that we have, that Wes has done one time. And now he does it every time. Every time? Every single time. Like, before bath, Mm -hmm. we'll be like, okay, time to go potty. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, nope, I'm going in the bath. (laughs) He, He like... He will pee. He 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 chooses to pee in the bath rather than in the potty, and I'm and like, it's a choice that you've decided is okay. You know, you gotta you gotta pick your battles, <laughs> yeah. and that's just one that I am not willing to pick. Yep. You yep. know, it's like uh, it's not that different. No, I mean the girls fully pee in the bath every time they get in. They're not making the choice to do so yet. It's just warm water, full bellies. It just happens. I mean, I pee in the bath. Yeah, I just say that right now. <laughs> don't get in the hot tub with me, guys. <laughs> you don't pee in the hot tub. No, I don't pee in, a, in the hot tub. I mean, I think I've about pee, it. I've peed in a bath or two. It happens, <laughs> you know. But it really does. Like my okay. bath. Do you pee when you sneeze? Not anymore. Not anymore. Good job. Okay. How did you fix that? Because if I sneeze and I haven't felt the sneeze coming on, Uh it's not like, oh, I have to change my pants. But it's like, I could use to change my underwear. A hundred percent. Like, it's a little warm down there now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you're like jumping around, dancing to Lady Gaga with the girls. And you're like, oh, no, I I should go pee real quick. I can't do this with a mildly full bladder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so it was the worst when I was pregnant. Mm, yeah, well, that's a whole It's like pushing on your bladder, mm-hmm. and I felt like I had to pee all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like after I gave birth, my bladder just, like, expanded. And I... You can hold more liquid? I can hold more liquid. Oh, yeah. Crazy, right? I know. That is crazy. But I I do Kegels. I do. When I'm not, when yeah. I'm not even thinking about it, too. Really? Yeah, I'll be sitting at my desk, and I'll be like doing oh. kegels oh. Oh. there we go okay that's yeah. so nice i i was chatting with my my ob about uh-huh. like pelvic floor stuff i know i feel like i should have done pelvic floor therapy everyone should do pelvic floor therapy it, it was not recommended to me the... but it should be part of postpartum care absolutely because why am i peeing when i sneeze now two years later that seems not correct right also like what is postpartum care there's a six-week checkup where they clear you for exercise and sex. Ain't nobody ready for exercise and sex. Ain't nobody ready weeks. for exercise and no sex. No one's sleeping. Like, uh, no, no. Honestly, like, we're not ready. I'm lucky that I got to that six-week appointment. Yeah. 
I think right after that six week appointment, we like had sex once and I was like, oh, absolutely not. Not ready. Not <laughs> no, ready. No, no. It's, it's going to be a while. <laughs> okay. Talking about how your bodies are different. Yes. It, sex is different. Sex is different. It's, it's kind of like a... And the first time post baby is so scary. Yeah. I was like... Absolutely. Because it's, it's like, uh, it's like how... What if I'm uh, what not is that gonna feel ready like? down what there? What if I'm not ready? And it's not that it's you know it's not that we had a ton of trauma or anything like I, that. Yeah, I had I had a very tough birth story, but <laughs> everyone does. Everyone gets something. But I didn't have like huge tears mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like at six weeks, you and your baby babies still think you're a part of the same body yes. and you're still healing yeah. and you're still not like out of like a psychological, emotional or physical place where you aren't like pretty wrapped up in like pregnancy and postpartum. Yeah. And six weeks is just not enough time. It's not. I feel like some male doctor decided that a million years ago and everyone signed off on it. That Even like, if you're like physically you're, you're healthy enough and you're healed. Yeah. But you're healed enough, but like particularly psychologically. Yeah. And I think a lot of women feel very, um, or I won't speak for all women. I myself, especially at six weeks, but even sometimes continuously to this day feel touched out like I have babies all over me yeah. and and I love holding them and playing with them and tickling them and romping around and carrying them and dancing with them rocking them to sleep mm-hmm. and that touch is like enough mm-hmm. I do not need an additional like touch from someone else because then it suddenly feels like something's being taken from me that's very personal, which mm-hmm. is like more of my time, more of my body, more of my energy. Absolutely. I love that you are, can talk about that yeah. because I have had the exact same experience. Where you're like, oh, I have to give to another person now. I am, I am just touched out. And I'm and I'm like, I've, I've expended all all of the physical energy I can for the day for other people. I need to keep some for myself. I need to keep a little for myself. And also I need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I and need to eat and sleep and drink some water. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I just don't feel like my needs are being met. So to meet the needs of another person, even someone as wonderful and darling and understanding and, and dear to me as my husband. Sexually attracted who to. I am still sexually attracted to and deeply in love with. But I got to keep something for myself. I got to keep something for myself. Yeah. This was this was something that Ned and I uh, struggled with after oh, us after too. Wes, yeah. where I I was touched out. That mm-hmm. that's that is the best description of it. Where you know you you're you're feeding babies. Mm-hmm. You're every three hours at yeah. it, at the least. Yeah. You you are like it, you're giving everything. You're mm-hmm. you're, you're like. You've, you're holding them. You're you're holding them here. You're like, it's yeah. it's just it's it's so much, mm-hmm. and and like I just I couldn't explain to Ned what I needed, right? And I couldn't, and I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I didn't want to hurt yeah. his feelings by saying like, I don't. This isn't what I want. This isn't what I need right now. I. I I care for you and mm-hmm. I and I and I understand that you have needs too. Yep. But I can't meet those needs for you I right now. I can't meet those needs right now. And it's really hard because 
you want to hold on to your relationship and not let it change, mm-hmm. much like you want to hold on to your body and not let it change. Yeah. But it is changing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, a lot of non-birthing partners, mm-hmm. I imagine um, all kinds of non-birthing partners are like, wait, 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 but it's changing without my consent. Exactly. And it's like, well, it's changing without my consent too, but here we are. I, I still can't. Yeah. This is something that I'm sure that Ned will want to talk about because, mm-hmm. you know, as as the non-birthing partner, yeah. he absolutely went through this this period where he was out of con- he he was it was things were completely out of his control mm-hmm. and not by choice he wanted to be there and he wanted things mm-hmm. to be the same right i'm sure lots of non-birthing partners but men especially who haven't like mm-hmm. gone through the same kind of physical change as a birthing partner yeah feel and you have to remember dads and non-birthing partners are postpartum too Absolutely. they have hormonal changes yes they absolutely do. So I think they're craving this connection in a way mm-hmm. that um, that is very valid. But birthing partners sometimes just can't get that. Yeah. 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 You know, you like you've been holding children all day. You've been feeding them. You have barely had time to shower or eat or take care of yourself. You finally you put them down. Sometimes they're still sleeping like in your room at this point. They're very young. Absolutely. And your husband walks over and he like starts rubbing your back or like puts his arm around your waist and you're like, oh, hell no. Oh, no, 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 no. And he's like, do you want to just, you know, do you, or during nap time, he'll be like, do you want to take a nap? And I'm like, no, I know what that means. I know. Or sometimes I'll be like, yes, but on the sofa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know what that means. He's like, yeah, but don't you think that would. And to me, it just sometimes feels like, no, that's for you. For me. I just need a minute. I, I, I want to take a nap on the couch by myself. Yeah. Or I want to take a shower or I want to make food or I want to scroll Instagram. Yes. I want to <laughs> like conk out. Yeah. I just want to like be. Yeah. I, I want to not think about having a connection with somebody right now. Yeah. I want to be disconnected. Absolutely. But, you know, as the non-birthing partner, I, they are they're going through like this whole change as well Mm -hmm. and and like i i i honestly think that when you know with both of our kids that those first few months are Mm -hmm. so tender and 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 wonderful because Mm -hmm. you're you're really forming a connection with the baby and we were very lucky ned was able to stay home and yeah us too watts was on mm -hmm. uh paternity leave i mean he's freelance so we just had him not work for four months. Right, right. <laughs> um, but like we were home together all the time. You're right. It is. It is very. And he was in the trenches with me. And it's very sweet. But then I think he, bless him, could still get it up for nighttime. Exactly. Happiness. And I was like, no, 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 the, no. The connectedness was almost like a turn on. Yeah. Because yeah. we were together so much. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, the babies are finally asleep. Let's now it's just you and me. Yeah. And but I'm those like, postpartum no, no, hormones no. are just like, no, 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 no. please. <laughs> I, I love you alone. and I want to love you forever. And I want our relationship to stay intact and good. But I also want to go to sleep right now. 
Yes. I just it's so hard. Sleep. It's so hard to navigate. Or eat or just I feel like we're still out. navigating it a little bit two years later. That's just relationships. Um, that's just relationships. And, you know, kids change your relationships. Yeah, they do. They yeah. do. They, uh, kids change your relationships. Time changes your relationships. Yeah. Jobs. I mean, everything changes a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's funny, it, you know, Ned and I have a very strong relationship. I, you and Watson mm-hmm. have a very strong relationship. Um, and I feel like we didn't re- recognize that mm-hmm. it like change was hard. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That, that it, it wasn't until we had Wes that we were really tested. Yeah. That makes sense. It was, it was tough. That was really, really tough. And it, and it all, you know, it's funny. I was just, when we were talking about this, it, it went through my head that it, it does come back to body image. A lot of it comes back to body image because if I don't feel grounded and rooted in like a happiness with how I feel and look, then I don't feel like participating in like showing that to even my husband, other people like I, you know, it's, it's really tough. Yeah. And feeling better about yourself makes you feel better about being with other people. I did. Absolutely. The most revolution, uh, revolutionary thing this past weekend, which you know about, which is I took a whole day. I've never done this, but I took a whole day in two years. I've never done this um, to drive up to Ojai. That's an hour and a half in the car for you non-Californians. Then I went and got cuffing, acupuncture, a massage and a facial all from the same practitioner in like one little studio. And then I drove an hour and a half home and I stopped by the beach on the way. And when I got home, I was like, my husband, my children, I love you. Oh, wow. Oh, hi, guys. What are we doing for dinner? It was just like being by myself all day and unattached to work or family just listening to crime junkies and eating a breakfast burrito in the car alone just was doing my thing. Chef's kiss. Yes. Um, because I just I don't leave them. I mean, I do leave them to come to work. Right. But then I'm like accounted for and attached to at work. I was describing to Watts one day how I wanted to go somewhere. And especially with the pandemic, like there's no more like you don't pop by a store to shop. Yeah. You don't like go get coffee with a friend. I don't leave my house except for for work. You're never, you're never alone. You're never not attached to something. I was describing to Watts. I was like, I just want to go somewhere and have no one know where I am. Like, I just want to be, it could be a park near our house. I just want to be out and have work not know. Mm -hmm. And the nanny and my husband and my kids not know Mm -hmm. where I am. And he was like, where do you want to go? Also, you should tell us where you are just so you're safe. (laughs) That's not the point. I was like, I'm not going on the lamb. I just... Every second of my day is accounted for. Yeah. And if I ever, like last week, I we ran out of dog food because we're great dog parents. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was coming home and I had to stop by Rosie Bunny Bean, which is the cutest name ever for a little dog shop uh, or a little pet shop in our neighborhood to pick up dog food. And I was late and all of a sudden the nanny was texting me and I was like, 10 minutes of my day unaccounted for and bless her she had a online class to get to like I you know but all of a sudden I was driving home I was like oh shit Clem needs food um I was like I took an extra 10 minutes and people are like where are you oh boy and that 
feeling just weighs on you. Absolutely. It it totally, totally does. There's there is not a minute of my day that I am not like and I also feel like if I if I do take time mm-hmm. to do something else, mm-hmm. then I almost feel like somebody's gonna ask me, Well, what were you doing with that time? Yeah. Well, and I felt guilty that I was late for Nanny Rachel. Um, you know, like I just there's a lot of like I don't know, guilt yeah, associated guilt. with stuff. It's yeah. all it's it it's all guilt. Like if if I am not if I'm not working mm-hmm. or cleaning mm-hmm. or feeding mm-hmm. or, you know, like watching kids, mm-hmm. then then what are you doing? Yeah. I'm putting on my candle, looking through my catalog, yeah. sipping some wine by myself. Give me a minute. I just need a minute. Like Ned and I joke about this all the time, actually, that the only time mm-hmm. that we get to ourselves is pooping. Pooping. Yes. We we have taken to announcing to <laughs> the family, everybody around. Uh, that, excuse me. Excuse me. I am going to take a poop now and mm-hmm. I'm going to be gone for 20 minutes. <laughs> Do not bother me. Do not bother me. Do not bother me. I, I need privacy. Well, I'm going to be scrolling on my phone and maybe pooping I've for 60 seconds this of that. Up. <laughs> Part of our non-potty training, potty training, we're not really potty training the girls, is that I Watching. have let them come into the bathroom for anything and everything. <gasps> they know what a tampon is. They know it's only for grown-ups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they... But I let them come into the bathroom because I am, you know, showing them what happens. They pull out the toilet paper for me. It's a whole thing. So pooping is no longer sacred. What do you have? I mean, sometimes if Nanny's Rachel is there or Watts is there and I shower, I take my phone into the shower. Is that so bad? (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of that. That's so bad. You're just so so is it is it that you're in the shower scrolling on your phone? Sometimes I order groceries on my phone in the shower. <laughs> sometimes I scroll Instagram. Sometimes I've bought baby clothes. A lot of times I listen to a podcast. But all there's like a ledge that doesn't get wet. Uh, mostly. <laughs> you're like scrolling <laughs> on the ledge. Uh, That's hilarious. It's just like this is the time I have. Yeah. And I'll always, here's the thing, I'll tell a little white lie about it, which is I'll be like, oh, I did a hair mask. (laughs) I shaved my legs. I'm confessing so many things I haven't confessed. (laughs) (laughs) I look first trimester pregnant. I bring my phone into the shower sometimes. Hey, these are all very normal things. (laughs) Are they? Very normal things. Oh, boy. It could be much, much worse. Oh, have you ever been home alone uh-huh. during maternity leave with kids with kids and it's like noon it's 1 p.m they're asleep and you're a little bored and you're like i wonder what it would be like to open a bottle of wine absolutely <laughs> is that alcoholism should we talk about it you know i think that there is a difference between like needing wine oh yes and needing to feel like an adult so we talked about this the other day. First of all, I was very inspired by a friend of mine who, when she was on maternity leave with her son, um, would and I live around the corner from her. And in the beginning, I would come over and like walk her dog and stuff just to help her out. And she was like, you want a margarita? And I was like, okay. <laughs> what? It's 2 p.m. <laughs> all right. Um, but we were talking about this the other day. There is something about a hot cup of coffee or a cold glass of Sauvignon Blanc 
Seriously. That makes be like being with your kids in the early morning or the late evening feel more enjoyable. And I was like, why is that? Is it that I just have this inherent need for coffee, which Uh I fully do, but do I have a need for coffee and a need for wine? And is that problematic? Or there's this lovely descriptor in How Not to Hate Your Husband After Kids, Mm -hmm. this book that we both love. uh, And we will be foreshadowing. We're going to interview the author coming up. Um, But Jancine Dunn writes about, and she's like, she writes about this mom who's upstairs with her teenage son, and they're having this all-out brawl. They're just yelling back and forth at each other. Mm -hmm. Um, They're having a real moment. He's 14. She's his mom. And she walks downstairs, and NPR's on the radio. Her husband who's wearing, I'll never forget it, crisp shirt sleeves rolled up, is stirring a tomato sauce on the oven. (laughs) And silently, he just hands her a poured glass of cold wine. And she re-enters the adult world and is soothed by the balm of like the calmness of adulthood. Yeah. And sometimes when you have two toddlers trying their best to communicate their new feelings and emotions to you and they can't and they're getting frustrated and they're just you know they have a lot of needs and they need you to both hold them or whatever if someone hands me a glass of wine it is a tether to the adult world where i'm like this is a symbol of enjoyable like adult time Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel more connected to like i'm not a toddler I'm grounded in my like grown upness. It makes me feel like me. Yeah. And not it's so interesting. Not like somebody who is only here for for like the needs of others. Mm-hmm. And I feel exactly the same way about hot coffee. Hot coffee. And cold wine. And cold wine. It's it's like it's, it's morning and night. Those are also witching hours for children. Exactly. Um, so they're particularly hard. And it's um, it's it's like it's that time where that you're spending with kids when, you know, there there sometimes isn't an end in sight. Yes. You know? And you just woke up, or they really need to go to bed. It's exactly. end of day, and there's just something about it that makes it feel more fun. And I don't know if that's problematic or not, because I have a really hard time with the concept of like mommy juice and Mm -hmm. needing alcohol to deal with the anxiety of kids. I think that is hugely problematic and that culture is very toxic. And I do think it's a fine line. And there is a fine line, but there is something about like, I also get it, although I can't always follow it. I also get it if I am cooking in the kitchen, which I usually really love, and my kids are playing and I can turn on a podcast and listen, I also feel that same sort of mm-hmm. soothingness, but I almost always end up pausing it too many times because I have to talk to them and then I can't follow the podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but you, And then you just get frustrated. And you get frustrated, but there's something to that as well. Yeah. Um, there, there are certainly alternatives to wine. Yes, there are. Yeah, but one more thing that I wanted to say mm-hmm. is I can't drink cold coffee anymore. Isn't that weird? I used to be able to drink lukewarm coffee. No matter what. Yeah. Like no big deal. It's but been sitting it's in the cup. On you. It's it. I have to heat it up and I have to have do you microwave hot, it. Hot, I do. I microwave my coffee. No. Yeah. Miles and I are recoiling. I know. Inside. I'm so sorry. I no, am, it's fine. Ugh, I just, I don't care what it, I'm not a coffee snob. Not that you guys are coffee snobs. People, we are. People think we, snob Miles is a bad and I word. are fully coffee snobs and there's no problem with that in my book because bad coffee is very bad. <laughs> it's really bad. I mean, I have definitely not drank bad coffee before. Like mm-hmm. I've I've had a cup of coffee and I'm like, no. No. But 
I'm not a coffee snob, and I will I will microwave my coffee so that it is piping hot, so that yeah. I can just sip on, like, on hot coffee and be a, a grown ass woman. Christmas or birthdays, when we like set out gifts for the girls, I will make. Watson and I get up a little bit earlier than we know they're going to get up, set an alarm so that I can make coffee before they get up so I can fully enjoy the morning (laughs) having my coffee and like watching my kids open gifts. I don't, I mean, I guess that's just coffee addiction, but yeah, yeah. I think that's all we have for today for our mom. You you and I could just gab for (laughs) hours and we probably will continue to talk yeah. about this. Ned, uh, go ahead. Stay on your show. Yeah, you do you, honey. We'll just keep talking <laughs> about this. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, we are we, we are running out of time. But this is not the end of this conversation uh, mm. because it, it it just continues. You yeah. know, it, it's it's a journey. Maybe we'll get Ned's take on this. I would actually love to get Ned's take on this. Maybe mm-hmm. I might have Ned listen to this and he can t- tell us a little bit more about how yeah, it feels from the perspective of a birthing, yeah. of a non-birthing partner. I think that's only fair. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. 